Sam, I have a big question to ask you. There's been since the last podcast. Are you gonna propose? I came to you. We've gone I don't through know this so song. many changes. That's the marriage song. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that you write for your wife or man, husband, and right. you propose. Um, no, what I was gonna say actually, Sam, is that uh, since the last episode, we've um, you've you've undergone some major life development. Yes, you've you've changed as a human being. Not only have I do I think you've grown taller, which which is strange. And seems you say I'm smaller than you. Yeah, we create an entire competition that we don't follow through with. Uh huh. And now you say I'm taller than you, but yet I'm smaller. So I don't understand where you're well, at. Well, it doesn't seem like it's anatomically correct. However, just right. perception-wise, I feel like you've grown a couple inches. I'll take it. That sounds great. Well, I'm giving it. Um, yeah, I'm an international man now. An international man. Yeah. Are you an Austin Powers, an international man of oh, mystery? Yeah, baby. I've been 6,000 kilometers over the ocean all the way into Portugal. Oh, my God. Well, tell us about why Why did you go to Portugal, Sam? Let, let us know. So Let me know. Tell me. Let, let me know. in. You already know. Let me to in. To be fair. Okay. Um. Yeah, I went to Portugal because my lovely girlfriend did a dance residency, oh which God. you don't know what that is. Neither do I. You make me want to throw up. You're so artsy, huh? No. Not only do you do a podcast about Paul Giamatti, but your girlfriend does a dance residency in Europe. Right. I know. I da- I'm dating an artist. Oh my God. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I went does there. Does she and I went- have little tiny ballet feet? It's just little tiny feet. Little and her toes delicate. are bloody. Oh my God. Yeah. Does sometimes she like finger another ballet dancer listen 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 we don't talk about abuse here we only talk about the people that have abused and we shame them we shame no no abuse on this podcast no abuse (laughs) we have some hard stances on here and one of them is we miss kevin spacey (laughs) (laughs) speaking of abuse yeah we say no to abuse except for big fans of kevin spacey on this podcast and you know what i'm with scarlett johansson Steven Spielberg didn't do any of that shit. Or not Steven what? Spielberg. I meant Woody Allen. <laughs> Dude, this is a nightmare. We are rusty. That's what no, happens what I was now saying, the podcast is bi-weekly. I know. We feel, we feel rusty. Yeah. What I was saying, though, is that um, I've never seen Black Swan. Isn't there a scene where like they like do something? Yeah, like she's it? in a limo and, and her... Uh, choreographer or like the guy that runs the ballet plays oh it's a guy he abuses her i thought she kisses mila kunis a straight man doing dance that's what's more that's what you know suspend my disbelief it screams i will not yeah (laughs) yeah you know you know what screams predator more than arnold schwarzenegger in the hit movie predator what a man doing dance (laughs) no no but yeah, I went to Portugal. Okay, <laughs> that's exciting. That's what we were talking about earlier. So, so what did you do in Portugal? Give me some highlights. Give me what are the coolest things you did? I walked along all the cobbled stones. Oh my god, was it like Cinderella? It felt like I was in a fairy tale land. Yeah, all the houses, you know, like that one street in Newfoundland where all the houses are different colors. Oh, I know. I've it was been like there all that, the time. but in Europe. Oh, okay. But yeah, all the houses were beautiful pastel blues and yellows and pinks. Wow. And uh, ate wonderful food. Alcohol was just as cheap as water. It's crazy there. It was fantastic. I, I really, lo- I really loved it. It's incredible. Um, yeah. I remember I used to buy gin for like five euros, like a whole thing of gin. It's insane. It's insane. It does. It flows like water. You can go to the grocery store, buy a bottle of wine for four dollars, like two euros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For an entire bottle of wine. Did you it's have a like, good life? Did you Did you have fresh orange juice there? Yes, we drank so much oh fresh orange. Do they have Isn't that in Spain insane? too? Yeah, yeah, it's all over Europe. But I think oh, I Portugal, Portugal, and Spain, I think, are cheaper. Yeah, because there's orange trees all over in Portugal. It's because we were in Lisbon. It's gorgeous, man. Like I really <laughs> remember. I remember a while back, like I said to you, like uh, I don't think I'm gonna travel. Yeah, which sounds dumb. It's stupid. It's a dumb thing. Because now that I've that's traveled, a, that's it's the like, phrase of an ignorant man. It's kind of like all I want to do, but like you got the travel bug. It yeah. bitch on your rump. Truly, though. Wow. It was fantastic. But I want to talk about this orange juice. So there's these machines. Okay, this is this is the best. It's so and it's so fun. They put plexiglass on the machine, so it's just a juicer. That's all it is. I know. But they have a load of like oranges in the top, just like a pile. Yeah. of oranges. And it's I, like a plinko machine for orange juice. I lived in Spain for four months on exchange. Yeah, and that was the highlight of my whole trip. Right? It's, it's so incredible. good. Incredible. And so 
Yeah, explain what happened. But you can't go back to concentrate now. No. Like, orange juice is not the same it at all. It feels so good to just drink that freshly squeezed OJ. Yeah, it's amazing. But, um, yeah, Portugal's great. I can't get, I couldn't get enough. The wine, unreal. Yeah. So yeah. good. We found this, like, wine bar. Oh, okay. That we'd go to, like, every night, run by these, like... And they serve wine there at this wine bar. They serve wine at the wine bar. Okay. Um... And it was run by these two American expats. Okay. And we got really friendly with them. And we just like went there like every night. I spent so much money there. Amazing. It was so good. Yeah, fantastic trip. So how has it changed you as a human being? What lessons did you learn along the way? I'm looking like this was good content. You're telling me like interesting content. We talked about orange juice. You drank wine. Cool. But what lessons can we give the audience? You know, what what kind of takeaways? It's a big lesson that I learned. I'm going to get serious here for a second. Sure. To be less hard on yourself. That's what I learned. Because in the day-to-day life, you feel like you always have to constantly be doing something. Constantly productive. You know? Life, you know, it'll just, it just keeps running. Yeah. But you don't, you don't have to chase it. No. You know? You can just sit back. You know? Take time for yourself. That's what I learned. It's important to just, you know, relax. Chill out, bro. What do you think about that, Dan? What did you learn when you traveled? Um, I learned how to live on my own. Oh, that's true. I learned how to press the buttons to get the freshly squeezed orange juice and kind of think in your mind, like, do I want the littler bottle or the bigger bottle? Even the, Or the, the big, big bottle. The big, big jumbo bottle. Um, I also, yeah, I also learned um, how to, uh, how, how. Um, how to speak Spanish. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> nope. No, I just learned how to, you know, um, you know, deal with um, the people who you think you love, uh, so, you know, like um, growing apart. You know, that's very it's, it's a cool experience. <laughs> um, you know, that's just um, that's just part of it. That's, that's what happens here. You get close and then people are ripped away from you. I'm playing. T- yeah, I'm a little rusty on the clips, too. Anyway, Sam, um, now that you're an international man. Do you think you will have a better understanding of John Adams? <laughs> do you? Do you think you'll have a better? I, don't know. I thought you were going to hit the fucking clip. Welcome back to Jamadi Jamadi Jamadi, your one stop, fully academic encyclopedic source for all things Paul Giamatti. I'm your host, Sam. And I'm your host, Dan. Sorry, I almost hiccuped. Oh. And that's why I had a little a pause there. <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. Grandma. Grandma. Great thank grandma. You. Thank you for your clip. And thank yeah. you for... Uh, Dan, where's my jewel? I, I don't... Oh, it's right there. It's right there. I found it. Oh, fuck. I thought you were about to transition to say that you gave up the jewel because have you been reading these stories? Okay. I have some things to say about these stories. Because people keep dying. One. <laughs> Vitamin E acetate. That's the problem, folks. That's the problem. Yeah. That's what's creating the globules in the children's lungs. It's from THC. Yeah. What, are you saying to pull my mic away? Because I'm getting loud. I'm getting heated. All right? (laughs) You're attacking my identity right now, young man. Okay. You can max out if you want, but... (laughs) Listen, it's the vitamin E. Vitamin E is the... The fucking globules in my lungs. Okay, it's not going to create... It's not as bad as smoking a pack a day. It is not. The British Health Association has deemed that vaping is 95% less harmful than cigarettes. Dan, what? are you with me? Are you when with me? When did they release that? Before or after like 150 people died in the United States? They have an initiative to get people off of cigarettes. They will give you a vape for free. Yeah, but wasn't that what was happening before all this like started happening? Dan... Yes, that is true. So that that would beg the question that shouldn't they have gotten a bigger health crisis there too? They didn't. They didn't. So it's these Americans smoking. It's and these because, goddamn Americans. And because you're a Canadian yeah, nipping on that vape. Well, here's the thing too. The kid that got sick in Ontario. Oh, okay. There was a kid? There was a kid in Ontario. R.I.P. Or kid. Yeah, anyways. I think it was Ontario. Okay. Um, he uh, He said that he was smoking... Uh, a pod every hour. <laughs> every hour. Sam, was this child that fat Asian kid who smoked a pack of cigarettes a day? Remember that th- they got oh, that yeah. photo that That's went true. around a long time ago? Could it be perchance him? 
don't know. That was kind of cute. Flight. That was kind of cute. And I hope he's vaping now. Hopefully. You know, he had like it's a ninety five percent less harmful than cigarettes smoke. Didn't he have like a mouthful of cigarettes? Wasn't that like the image or something, or was he just a big I don't kid? Who was I think he was just a fat kid that was smoking. But he looked really confident. That's what I. That's what I took away from that kid. Well, you have to have. If confidence. you can do something wrong, do it right. Well, I'm you know saying I mean? like smoking's kind of badass. If you're smoking, if you're a big old fat kid and you're smoking so many cigarettes a day that it's an international news story, your confidence must be through the roof. I think it was more so that everybody was just chill with it. Oh. That everybody's like, it's normal. They weren't like, look how confident he is. My He's question is, it. my question is, where is he getting the money for this? He's like eight. His parents are obviously buying cigarettes. <laughs> Where are they getting the money? That's a lot of money for cigarettes. This kid cannot stop. I don't get it. Okay, Sam. So, anything new with you other than Portugal? Portugal, that's about it. What about you? Uh, nothing too much, man. Uh, been doing work. Yeah. You're I have a working a, man. You're a salary man. I'm a salaried employee. Um, now, I, I bought a new mobile setup for the recording. It's very impressive. We're it's using very it nice. now. It took like an hour to figure it out uh, That's before okay. we, we started, but now it's working fine. A lot of stress in Dan's eyes and face is oh, what man, I saw. Oh, man. I was so scared that I came here to record with you and I had nothing to show yeah. for it. I saw Dan fiercely rip a cord out of his computer. But I ripped it like a Band-Aid. But now we have all the clips. Good you man. are giving me an ulcer, Harry. Shut Work up. his belly with the left. You got it? Okay. Give him a slap doodle with the right because he don't know. <laughs> right? Because he's kind of stupid. Oh, that's we have a beat. all the. Oh yeah, you like that beat? I was living in the streets just the other day, and a man walks up. Can't mess with the streets. It's so loud, I can't think. I, there's nothing else except for <laughs> booyah. Booyah. But no, Dan. Sorry. So but nothing honest, new except for work. Nothing new. I bought this Zoom recorder, lame. so now I can record on the go. It's very good. I like it. Thanks, All right. Man. Okay. Uh, should we get into a little bit of... Uh, oh, actually, Sam, this is exciting. I have oh. some Paul watch. Okay. Hit me. Uh, here we go. Watch out, little bitch. Watch out, little bitch. Watch out, little bitch. This one's loud. Watch out, little bitch. You get it, man. Hey, hey, hey. You get it, man. You get it, rich. Watch a little hoe. Okay, Paul, watch. Paul, uh, watch. What do you got for me, baby? Um, one second. Okay, I just had to unfreeze all my clips. So, Sam, <laughs> this isn't exactly Paul news, but it's related to Paul. Okay. I don't know if you saw this, but a while ago, actually, okay, a while ago, we talked about a movie called Cradle Will Rock. Yes. Do you remember Cradle? Can you tell the audience about Starring Cradle Will Tom Rock? Tom Cruise, right? Oh, no, no, no. no I'm no, thinking no. of uh, Rock of Ages. Yes. We haven't touched that one yet. No, but he's also in Rock of Ages. Also, do you notice? Maybe we'll talk about this is later. Is he in Rock in of Ages? He is. Paul he? is. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe we'll talk about this later, but Paul keeps being in movies where he has to sing. He's now sung twice in John Adams, which I thought there would be no singing whatsoever. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sang when they were all waving those flags and yeah. stuff, Canaan style. And they're all excited for him. And then he sang again in these episodes at an opera. Yes. He sang in the movie where he did karaoke. He sang in duets. He's yeah. going to be in Rock of Ages. And yeah. he's already in. Oh, sorry. Right, like right, right. in the future yeah, yeah, yeah. for our podcast. Yeah. And I don't know if the man can sing. Sorry, that's. Oh, and also he he's sang in Cradle of Rock. He's not bad. I'm like, he's not going to make a career out of it, but he's uh, yeah, not bad. I guess you're right. Anyway, sorry. Anyways, tell, so you had something to say. New information. New information. Tell people what Cradle Will Rock is about, though, or why it was bad. <sighs> if you can I, remember. I can't really remember. I remember that it was a bunch of characters that we did not care about. Yeah. And Paul played what seemed to be. What was he like? A piano or like a music prodigy, they called him? Oh, an opera protege. And his he name was, was awful. Yeah, what was his name? His name was like Circo. Or, uh, and his accent kept changing. He would speak Italian and then he would speak <laughs> other languages. Yes. Um, okay. So, yeah. So that's a really good refresher. The movie was terrible. It was directed by Tim Robbins, who directed The Shawshank Redemption. What? Actually? Oh, sorry. No, he was in The Shawshank Redemption. Frank, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, he didn't direct it. Yeah, he was the lead in... In Shawshank Redemption, right? Yeah. Um, this clip here might remind you why uh, this movie was so bad. 
He won't even reconsider, right? Talk about well, fascism. What is it? What's going on? Actors at Final Man. We can't do the show. What? We can't do the show. Um, excuse so can you me? Fo- can you follow that? Yeah. Uh, no. Excuse me? That's actually, I haven't listened to that clip since we did that episode, and that's absolutely terrible. That's. <laughs> You can't pick out anything. You can't do anything. Um, again, you know, uh, Paul plays uh, a weird character. Carlo, a little privacy, Carlo. please. Carlo. Why don't you go clean the toilets or something? I clean nothing. He's like an opera harpsichord yeah. prodigy. He's anyway. A ridiculous outfit. Anyway, so so, what's so that movie bombed. And we all, uh, at least I was always wondering, you know, what's the story behind Cradle Will Rock? What happened? And Tim Robbins recently Went on a podcast and did an interview about it. And I saw an article come across my feed. Is that the director? The director of yeah. this movie. And here's what he had to say about Cradle Will Rock. This is some behind-the-scenes academic info about okay. maybe what went wrong. I'm excited. Frida Cowles in it. J- Rockefeller was in it. John Cusack. Joan Cusack. Both of them, right? Oh, both the Qs. You got both of the Qs. True. So here's Tim Robbins. Here we go. You know, what happened was it had a contractual obligation to be released in 100 theaters. So what they did was they dumped it. They put it in 100 theaters for a day. That's all they needed to do. Damn. And didn't even invite critics. And, I, you know, I did the research. I went around. No advertisements for various Oh, that's markets. so frustrating. I never saw it. I yeah, well, that's why you didn't see yeah. it. <laughs> and then I found out, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't released internationally in English markets. This had a cast with, you know, uh, John Cusack, Joan Cusack, Bill the Murray, Cusack. Susan yeah. Sarandon, the Coos. Oh my God! Uh, um, Ruben Blades, uh, Carrie Elwes, uh, Emily Watson. Um, Come on, just guys. A, you know John Turturro, great cast. Oh, John Turturro, and wasn't released in Australia. Figure that out. Come on, on DVD or video cassette. So, uh, yeah, that's the film I would really encourage people to find. And even if you have to find it illegally and down, I, I just go ahead and do it. <laughs> <laughs> don't pay for it just well, steal it somewhere that's crazy steal this movie that. i'm not gonna <laughs> you, say that's what we did we did steal it but it wasn't worthwhile yeah so i heard this clip because i was interested and then i heard that ending there and steal it if you want no no no. that he said people should go out and watch it and i thought if tim robbins is gonna put into the world that people should be watching cradle of rock it is our goddamn due diligence on no. the jamadi podcast to tell people do not watch that movie. No, don't that do movie's not. dog poop. Really bad. But we did get a really good clip from it. Big piece of toast. We did get this clip. If if there's any golden, what is it? Silver lining. Yeah. We it's did this. get big toast. Will you take all that money and you go buy yourself a big piece of toast? And uh, A1. 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 And with that, let's get into Paul, this sm- Paul well, in our living room. What oh, I, yeah, there's yeah. one thing I wanted to say. That's like. M. Night Shyamalan level of like, I will stand by my movie. Yeah. Like, you have to know watching that movie, that movie's dog shit. It's not good. No. Well, the more, the interesting part before he got into that, he was saying that um, there was, so it was produced by Disney, I think under Miramax maybe or something. Oh, okay. Anyway, so the old head really loved it for some oh, reason. Okay. And so he was like, great. And then that guy left and a new guy came in and the new guy was like, we're not putting this anywhere. This is terrible. Okay. That's a good. smart man. Yeah. Very, a smart very man. Smart. Yeah. Um, and that man was Mickey Mouse. What? <laughs> <laughs> was it Bob Iger? I don't know. I'm all about Bob Iger now. <laughs> he makes so many smart decisions. I got di- He bought Marvel. He bought Star Wars. He canned <laughs> Cradle Will Rock. I watched like a, because I'm using my sister's Disney Plus. Oh, yeah. And uh, did they have propaganda films about Bob yeah, Iger? Yeah. I, I watched one of them. I was like, you know what? I stand Bob Iger. I stand like Stand up guy. guy. Stand yeah. up guy. Okay, Sam, here's Paul in our living room. Welcome back to Jamadi Jamadi Jamadi. You're one stop, fully <laughs> academic encyclopedia. Welcome back to Jamadi Jamadi Jamadi, your one-stop fully academic encyclopedic source for all things Paul, Paul Jamadi. This is going to be all about John Adams. Yet again, we have come to part three of our saga. Yeah. Episodes yep. five and six. Yep. Uh, Unite or Die and Unnecessary War. Yep. So uh, again, we're still watching the HBO miniseries John Adams. <laughs> and guess what, guys? He's 
Is he? Oh he's no, still John Adams. He's still John Adams. I know it might be hard to believe. Last last week ended on a cliffhanger. It's John Adams, but he's older. He's older, and now he's vice president. He's got liver spots. Yep, he's got horrible, horrible teeth. Yeah. Yeah, and he has also, I noticed, he's starting to grow, well, he did grow out his classical presidential John Adams hair that's, like, really, like... Like the aura, the balding man's aura. Yeah, kind of like those old pictures of monks, you know, like Leonardo, the the turtle da Vinci used to draw. Just has the hair skirt around the sides and back. It's like, um, oh, it's like a doily that you place around an egg, you know, before you crack into it. Like one of those fancy eggs. You mean like a cradle. What do they call those? Egg holders. Egg holders. I think the correct term is egg holder. I don't think it's a doily. I don't think you know what doilies are. No, like the doily is like the little uh, paper, like uh, snowflakey type material thing, right? Like um, What? I have no idea what you're talking about. A doily is like white. It's super thin. It's like lacy. For a moment, I didn't know what doilies were either. Well... (laughs) <laughs> yeah okay obviously you're not a fancy man like me <laughs> a fancy man <laughs> me and john adams are fancy men um so if you guys don't know he's vice president now yeah so john adams is vice president that's so what we're getting into here i actually have um maybe we can talk over it but i did because it's been so long sam i did pull the previously on um john adams for our reference oh, okay this cool. might be helpful because honestly if i'm gonna be 100 percent honest with you and i should be because you're my best friend and you're my podcast co-host and mm-hmm. so transparency and flexibility is everything that i can offer to you i'd expect um else. i don't really remember what happened so i mean i remember what I mean, happened all we got really got to know is that he's vice president now i know he went to france thomas jefferson not happy a revolutionary heart john adams doesn't like that if we're talking like overview thoughts is yeah. like I was way more boring. I was really big into it. The past couple episodes, the first four are great, but these two, like I still enjoyed it, but they were very long and the conversations were so granular about things Uh in American history that I don't really know about. No, I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Episode five. I was confused nearly the whole time. Me too. I hoped yeah. actually that you would come in here and know more than I do, like with your frigate Bro, type information. I actually don't know anything. Okay. Well, I was so uh-oh. confused the whole time. I honestly watched this episode twice. Shut up, really? Yes, because I didn't understand what was happening. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe that. I watched this episode like a month ago. Yeah. I had no fucking clue what was going on. <laughs> I watched it again yesterday. Yeah. I still have no fucking clue what's going on. I want to touch on this Alexander Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton! Well, he's white. Well, for, yeah, first of all... White man. He doesn't look like another immigrant starting up from the bottom. No, he does not. He doesn't rap? No rapping. Very little rapping. I didn't understand. And he has like a Scottish, maybe Irish accent. Yeah. Hold on. I have a clip of him talking about the Federal Bank. And maybe we can break down why he doesn't sound like Alexander Hamilton. He explained it very well. Here is Alexander Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton! Um, talking about a federal bank. The future prosperity of this nation rests chiefly in trade. Trade depends, among other things, on the willingness of other nations. I remember to lend this is a money. very long speech. Yeah, what so accent is this? To establish international credit. That's First Tommy J. Oh, here we go. National debt. The national greater the debt, debt, the greater the credit. The greater the credit. Recommended to the president that Congress adopt all the debts incurred by the individual states during the war through a national war. bank. The war. idea of being Congress, states owe Congress money. Things like then new, other nations uh, will Irish? feel more no. inclined to lend it to us. Yeah, I, I have to agree. I think it's a new Irish accent. You know that <laughs> that storied. The very <laughs> famous historical accent. New Irish. The accent. new Irish. But he doesn't sound Puerto Rican. And what do Puerto Ricans sound no. like? I don't know, but... Do you, do you want me to do it for you? Yeah, please, if oh, you can okay. enlighten me. Hello there, governor. <laughs> I'm Puerto Rican. <laughs> You're a toy, a child's plaything. <laughs> You're a toy, a child's plaything. <laughs> Did we mention that John Adams is produced by Tom Hanks? <laughs> <laughs> it is. For real, goddammit. <laughs> Produced by Tom Hanks. Man, he's a treasure. Ugh. Just like Paul. So yeah, anyway, national debt, whatever. We don't need to talk about what it. What I'm saying is he's not rapping. He doesn't look like Lynn Manuel Miranda. I didn't no. understand what he was doing because uh, did, oh, here's something interesting. Well, he leads the treasury. 
he well okay i understood what he was doing but when he's not conveying it through rap music it's hard for me to follow i know um my grandmother once told me my nana once told Did me she rap it no she didn't rap it to me okay but tell me but i was like 12 years old and she was like what type of music are you listening to or maybe i was playing music and i was playing rap music and she turned to me and 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 empathize with me mm-hmm. and and she was like that makes sense uh that you're listening to rap music you're very smart so you're able to understand how fast they're speaking you're able to process it oh. really fast because your mind's really big and you're very smart yeah your and grandma's so kind to you she she's gives you very more kind i think that's bullshit but yeah i took it to my heart and i still think i'm i'm smarter than these other plebs you know because i'm yeah. able to listen to rap music and they can't you know what? and i can understand it look at you I'm so proud of you, Dan. Thanks, man. Get in line. My grandmother's first in line, but you can be second. <laughs> um, sorry, what were you saying after? I don't remember. Well, he's Puerto Rican. That's all. Oh, we, yeah. That's he all is, we were really he talking is, about. He is Puerto Rican, and he's he's been whitewashed. That's what we were saying. I think so. Unless maybe he was. The other thing that I started to think that might not be true. Again, this is an academic podcast. I don't want to spread hearsay or or hypogander. Yeah. Um, but. Maybe Alexander Hamilton was white. Maybe. Well, I don't know. Maybe I don't know enough about him. I'm putting out a theory here. He's an immigrant from Puerto Rico, but maybe he's like part of the colonized Puerto Rico. Yeah. Like his parents were immigrants into Puerto Rico yeah. from from Britain kind of thing. And then he's an immigrant coming from Puerto Rico too. Somebody should call us out on this if this is completely wrong. But or maybe this show just has him being a white man and that's wrong. Yeah, maybe. I don't know where the truth lies. Maybe we can answer that question on the last final part of our John Adams saga. Yeah, when we do we episode still have the seven. Finale. So the finale. Um, can I give you some trivia before we get into the episodes? Yes, please. Do you want some trivia? I want. Yes, I want. Sam, trivia. I want to hear it. Do you want some trivia? I want it. Okay, here like we I go. Want it? Did you know in 2006, Giamatti played the subordinate police inspector Ull to Rufus Sewell's crown prince Leopold in The Illusionist? In this film, Sewell plays the subordinate military officer Alexander Hamilton. Pause for effect. Pause for Alexander Hamilton! To Giamatti's president, John Adams. In both films, the superior is, frustra- is frustrated by the stubborn behavior of the subordinate. Well, would you look at that? Rufus Sewell is a great actor. Have you seen him in other things? Only the two things that we've watched. I didn't realize he played. Um, I didn't realize it either. Prince until Leopold you just until I said heard that. it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, the more you know. Hopefully, uh, I could uh, shine some light for the other people around it's here. It's beautiful, Paul. You know, he, uh, he he he's been he's been everywhere. He's been around town. He's been everywhere, and he can work with anyone. He's like um, he's kind of like the mama street hooker. You know, she's been everywhere. You calling Paul Giamatti a common whore? You put words into my mouth, and I don't like that very much. Samuel Calderon, a theatrical whore. Um, let's get into the episodes. Unite so, or die. Unite or die is the first episode. It takes place between the years 1788 and 1797, which is wild. They don't pass time well in this in this episode at all. No, it's it hard, hard to follow to tell. because there's one po- moment just to jump around. Because sure. why not? Well, we got yeah. two episodes to cover. Thomas Jefferson gets disillusioned because he does not agree with Alexander Hamilton. And I'm retiring the clip. The clip's retired. That's fine. It's a lot. Um. But then later on, and he's like, "I'm go, I'm leaving politics. This is stupid. I'm out." And the, but then he later on in the episode, then he's vice president. Yes, you're right. He just pops in right at the end. It doesn't even say he's back into politics, and he's just now vice president. It is kind of is a wild. They journey. jumped around a little bit. It, like the storytelling wasn't very tight. I don't think in this episode. Mm, I agree. Yeah. So um, the episode begins. John Adams is vice president. Okay, and he pre- and he's presiding over the Senate. And the debate is over what to call the new president. And he wants to call him the king. Yeah, or like... Um, the king or his like majesty. royalty or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And everybody's like, no, no, John, that's not, not cool. Good. Have you read our constitution? Exactly. And everybody's making fun of him and calling him mean names. They're all, they're all calling him like, listen to this. His rotundity, the vice president and duke of Braintree. <laughs> Second Hear how mean those guys are? It's very mean. His rotundity. I don't know what the second part of that was. Are you able to hear it? He hit it again. His rotundity, the vice president of Duke of Braintree. <laughs> of brain... Braintree. Braintree? Braintree. Because the second time I watched this, I've turned subtitles on. 
So I saw exactly what they said. What's Braintree? Not a fucking clue. See what I mean? Still lost. Yeah, still very lost. You can try and help yourself, but you're still lost. Um, But then I did get confused because the president is called the commander-in-chief, which is something that Paul says, right? He says that at the end, yeah. As like one of the, one of the titles, which I thought was confusing too. I'm like, okay, but they like, went with that. Yeah, did they not? Did, was that adopted later? I guess, or I don't, I don't know. Because commander in chief just means that he also controls the army. Oh, okay, yeah, commander that's a, in the, chief. That's yeah, what yeah, that yeah. direct title it titles for. Okay, it's not just like you're the leader of the country. That's not what it means. But I don't know. George Washington commanded the army, so. So it would all make sense. So he, he was, he also was commander in chief. chief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Anyway, so any, I don't so know. John Adams gets excluded from George Wa- George Washington's inner circle of cabinet members, and his relationships with Thomas J. Jefferson and yeah. Alexander Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> They're strained. Are strained Even sadly, Washington himself gently rebukes him for his efforts to royalize the office. Yeah. Uh, that was cold. Be, my name will be Mr. President. And I was like, we get it. You're a humble mofo, George as Washington. As he's leaving the room. As he's being like, exiled out of the room of the, of the cabinet meeting. I know. It was so cold. I actually felt kind of bad for John I Adams. I too. Yeah. I was like, why is everybody picking on him? Like, don't pick he, on him. He's old and he... Oh, but he also, like, secretly wants a monarchy, which I think is pretty funny. Yeah. But he spent so much time in Britain. And then his wife is like, don't tell people these things yeah like, yeah idiot. why are you doing this yeah stop she gets real mad at him she does get real mad also mm-hmm. here's one thing during that argument that they okay. have yeah yeah he's like oh yes people are also tainted uh and just like you were tainted in that country he's like of course i'm tainted but you were too do you think she cheated on him is that what that was no i think it's just first of all loved that they kept using the word taint um yeah. and second of all no, I think it's just that they both like were like how you when you went to Portugal, you came back tan, cultured. Yeah, unable had to drink un- regular orange juice. Exactly, you spit it out. I gave you a glass and you poured it on the floor. Yeah, not this swill. Luckily, this is a basement, so it could just circle down a drain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but no, I think it's just that they were they were you know affected by living there for so long. Okay, I totally thought that she cheated on him. But it did sound funny because this is a clip called Taint. Oh. I'd like to send that on the paper's business. If some taint has stuck to me, well, perhaps the paper will pay me for the damages. <laughs> if some taint has stuck to me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ew, Paul. Ew. Oh. Ew. Um, yeah, so that's what I was thinking. What there. else happens? Fuck. <laughs> My God. Basically, so this episode is a lot of talking and discussion. Um, Can you explain to me what they did to John Adams that he was so upset about? What do you What do you mean? So there's some sort of conspiracy. Oh yes, the conspiracy and I didn't was interesting. Understand what the point of the conspiracy okay. was? So John Adams felt hurt because he finds out through this other dude that when they Dr. were voting, Rush. do you know that from subtitles? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, when they were voting for George Washington be- to become president, right? To be the yeah. first to elect the first president of these United States of America. Yes. Somebody, and there's a little intrigue there, somebody pressured people to not write John Adams so that it would look like it was a unanimous vote for George Washington. Okay. So he so they so just he's wanted upset. It to be clean and yeah. like George Washington is definitely the president. So he's upset that it looks like he didn't get many votes. Yeah. Um because but really, but people really did like him though. People wanted to vote for him right. but were pressured not to so that because they knew George Washington was going to win to just unanimously make it like I see. an agreement. That makes of, sense. Like, which makes sense but obviously upsets John Adams a bit and then yeah. Later in the episode, we learned that Alexander Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton. It felt right. Was the one who pressured them into doing that. He was the one who kind of spearheaded that. Yes. Because he talks to John later and he's like, we want you to be our number one. And he's like, I sent something here. I see. Right That's through something you. you. Good set. Ah. Um, so I'm Alexander also, Hamilton has a full head of hair. Oh, yeah. He, he does. And he has some spiffy jackets. 
He's a fashionista. He is. We'll get into that in the, on the when we talk about the next episode. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he is a fashionista. He looks hot. Yeah. Um, and then this I pulled from the Wikipedia page. So a key event, which is, again, we're an academic podcast, so we use Wikipedia. Yes. Um, a key event shown is the struggle to enact the Jay Treaty with Britain, which Adams himself must ratify before a deadlocked Senate. Yes. I don't remember this in the episode. I cannot tell you what the Jay Treaty is. So they're trying to enact... I forget what it is. Oh, because their subtitles didn't help you there, huh, bitch? Because the French Revolution is going on. Yeah. In France. And uh, they're going to go out to a war with Britain, the French. So they told the French, like, we're not going to be with you. We're going to be neutral. And then they're, but then they're going to try and enact this treaty with Britain. Yeah. Which a lot of people are angry oh, about. Oh, okay, okay. Thomas Jefferson does not agree with the treaty. Because he thinks it'll create war between them and the French. So the treaty here is between the United States and Great Britain, which sought to settle outstanding issues between the two countries that had left been that had been left unresolved since American independence. Yeah. So it's making things all nice and good between them. But Thomas Jefferson's upset because it looks like we're siding with British because the British are fighting the French. And the French want yeah. our support. And our support, I mean the American support. We're two Canadian boys. I don't think they're going to fight yet. I think that's actually in the next episode. Are you? Oh. Oh, there's just tension? Yeah. There's tension. Like, because the French have never liked Britain. So I think that's what it is. Oh, okay. It's like, it's like siding with either being neutral or siding with Britain because that's what they're arguing and that they're impartial. Yeah. And, Jada and Thomas Jefferson makes a good point. And he's like, well, being impartial isn't, is always partial because it favors the British. Exactly. Not a happy boy, that Thomas Jefferson. No. Didn't, um, wasn't he an inventor? He was, right? Didn't he invent? He invented the, the rolling chair, the spinny, ch- the, right, the spinny chair, remember? Yes. We learned that on John Adams. I was confused. He invented the modern desk chair. I did almost say he also invented the light bulb, but that's Thomas Edison. You said that last time. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. Actually, I did. <laughs> and then you said he might have invented electricity or something. Yes. Oh. He didn't. No, he didn't either. He definitely things. didn't. Just a rolling chair. No, yeah, well, but and everybody has rolling chairs. Almost rolling chairs are almost as ubiquitous as electricity now. Yeah. So who's laughing? Huh? He did. He did. He was the inventor of our protected and common rights, though. <laughs> That's goddamn beautiful. I'm tearing up. Um, he darn near wrote the Constitution of the French in his parlor. <laughs> Oh boy! Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't know. Anyway, Madame Talinod thinks that I would be a moderating force in the National Assembly. <laughs> Do you make these lines up, or are these like things you remember from the subtitles? Dude, I'm a fucking genius. That's true. No That's subtitles true. for sure. Okay, nice. Um. So yeah, so the French are angry. The French people within the states are like getting real angry. Remember, there's like kind of a protest outside, like their windows. They chop off a puppet's head. They chop off a puppet's of head. Of King Louis. Boo-hoo-hoo. King Louis the 14th. King Louis's dead. Long live us until Napoleon comes Get along. Get him out of Versailles. I want my bread. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wait, they're, they're French. I want my bread. <laughs> I want... Hey, <laughs> Governor. Put Aye. another shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What happens Alexander next? Hamilton. <laughs> what happens next? Well, the French are angry, man. That's all they care about. The French are angry at everything. When though. does Washington I break John- his teeth? <laughs> <laughs> when are they eating dinner and Josh and George Washington hurts his teeth? By the way, I was looking at like the f- since watching it a second time, I knew this was gonna come up that he was like uh-huh. gonna break his tooth while eating. Wait, you knew it? Oh, sorry, because yeah, you, sorry, I already, yes, you already seen it. So on the second time, I was like waiting for that moment because as that, as you do, it's like guys, did you know that his teeth were bad? But I really like the part because he they're eating really soft food. And I was like, I don't believe this. It's all to the effect, man. If soft food can hurt your teeth, that's why you got to have good old wooden teeth like George did. Yeah. Um, are you sad that we didn't not to jump into the next episode? But are you sad that we didn't get to see George Washington die? Yeah. Or did we he, didn't, he didn't die yet, though. He did. He He's dead by the second episode. What? I did not catch that. Yeah. They said he was dead. Oh, fuck. Yeah, okay. it's tough, man. Anyway, I would have liked to see him one more time with his. I would like to see wood. him die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a country founded in blood. The founder gets what he deserves. <laughs> the blood of tyrants. Anyways. Anyways, uh, the episode concludes with the inauguration of John Adams as the second president. 
of yeah. these United States of America. Well, because that's because George Washington gets all he gets a little, some poopy pants because he was a, he does he's not popular anymore. George Washington gets some poopy pants. Yeah, he's not pop. I thought he was still popular. No, he wasn't popular because they sided with Britain, and there were so many French citizens and. Uh, America that they and they they have revolutionary hearts. They wanted yeah. they support the French Revolution. So when they signed that treaty, everybody was really upset with him. Interesting. Remember George Washington says this: "I've known what it means to be popular, and now I know what it is to be not." Oh, I totally missed that. I remember they're they're mobbing outside of his window. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's the scene I was referring to when the French people were angry. You know, banging oh, yeah, their yeah. baguettes against the windows uh-huh. and. Flicking their berets like elastic bands through the through the door. The barrettes. Their barrettes. Um, but I thought that George Washington stepped down because he wanted a different type of democracy that no man could serve like a king. Dude, I've been making this shit up the entire episode. I have no idea what happened. Well, the federal bank stuff was bang on, so you're doing a good job. Okay. Um, because I thought it was kind of crazy that George Washington would just step down. You know, there's like no precedent for it. No, he served, he, he served two terms. He could have served a lifetime, as Abigail said. He just has to be a good dude because he – or, like, do you think – like, so So I thought the founding wisdom was that he was a good dude, right? That he was just, like, a good guy who decided to step down from government. But yeah. when I was watching this episode, I was like, maybe he just, like, had, like – maybe he's just, like, over it. Maybe it was just, like, too overwhelming, and he was like, you know, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. And then from that point on out, everybody was like, only four years. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, because they hadn't put it in the... It that. just, like, set a standard. Yeah. But I, I thought guess. maybe it's just because he was, like, done with it and wanted to retire from government. Because being president's hard work. I think that's what it was. You think so? I don't know. Oh, okay. But that's what I thought when I watched it. It seems like maybe that could be the case. I think he was just sad that he wasn't popular anymore. He, like, didn't want to be an imp- unpopular president. Yeah, let's not make our heroes into deities. Let's make our heroes human so we understand their faults and successes yeah. in terms that we can aspire and relate to. I think that he felt like he did something right and the people hated it and he didn't... He's upset. Well, the people are usually wrong about a lot which of stuff. Which is fair. Which yeah. brings us to episode two! Unnecessary War. That's what it's called. Way to make a real good judgment call in the episode name. From... 1797 to 1801 this episode resides um which is a much shorter timeline and god bless it because that last episode was man hard to follow and that's the last one was like an hour and 18 minutes not to complain yeah so now john adams is president (laughs) and (laughs) yeah (laughs) and uh what do you call thomas jefferson is vice president yes he is tommy and johnny back at it again and then when the episode starts john adams is looking even more rough Dude, he looks he so looks insane. scary. There's a couple of shots where he like walks around and yells, and it, and he like is opening his mouth big because he's yelling. Paul's yelling. Yeah. But like his teeth are gross. They're I know rotting. I complained in the last episode, but like it sounds, it looked gross. I was grossed out. Yeah. It was not good. Oh, sorry. That's okay. I didn't mean to. You got to be you. That's your brand. I am trapped in cords right now. But John's not wearing any more. Are you in? Are I'm you in, in Wire City? I'm in Wire City right now. <laughs> I can't escape. Help, 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 help. Um, no, but John's not even wearing wigs anymore. He just has this mange, mangy mane of gray hair. Uh-huh. Again, he looks like a doily egg. And, That's uh, the thing. <laughs> email us if you know what, what a doily egg is. <laughs> a doily. Yeah, anybody in the back know what a doily egg is? It's not a thing. Um, Anyways, what happened to this episode? So basically, John Adams is president. Yeah. His neutrality uh, uh, within the French-British War pleases neither side and often angers both. Mm. Womp womp. His shaky relationship with Vice President Tommy J worsens after taking defensive actions against the French Republic because of failed diplomatic attempts and the signing of the Alien and Sedition Acts. Yeah, they're wondering if they should create a national army. Yes, because yes. everybody in his cabinet are Hamilton's men. Yes. Even though Hamilton is not in government anymore. Because John gets him out very quickly. John gets him out, and he kept all these cabinet members, which seems really dumb. Seems intense, yeah. Like, you why? Know, that's just not the way. You shouldn't do it, John. Um, and then Adams also alienates himself from the anti-French Alexander Hamilton after taking all actions possible to prevent a war with France. So he's just being, he's being like a, he's trying to do his best, you know? He's working hard, and people just are mean to him. I know. Um, Poor John. 
And speaking of uh, also John's mean too. Actually, I he's did, he's kind of quieted down in, in his old age. I did want to bring that up though, because John Adams is kind of like I I kind of realized partway through this episode that him and Abigail are kind of just like a mean old white couple. You know, they're like that intellectual white couple that are just kind of like mean to people. Yeah, Abigail, not really though. I th- but even like you thought so, she was mean. So that that dude who marries so Nabby, oh my god. Nabby is their their daughter, their and daughter. she marries this guy who's working with Paul, Colonel like his Smith. Colonel yeah. <laughs> Colonel Smith. You got you got to be so historically accurate. <laughs> your memory's so good; it's honestly surprising. Not only have you grown taller, but your memory's I don't know, grown three sizes too big or whatever. Like subtitles, man. Um, but they end up getting married, and then he leaves Nabby and his children. To go out west because he makes bad investments and Paul won't, like, give him a recommendation? Yeah. Well, to be honest, he only married into the family for the name. Mm. Like, he obviously just, like, on the eve of their wedding. Yeah. He's already like, so, uh, you can put in a good word with George Washington for me, huh? Yeah. And he's like, I'm not doing that. You're he's, awful. He's a jerkle. I understand. Yeah. So, father... So so strange back in the day how they used to father yeah I know or even like um, Meryl Streep's daughter Mamie Gummer or whatever who plays um who plays Charles's wife oh okay yeah Sam that's a Streep daughter wow really yeah yeah um but even she calls she calls like Abigail mother 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 I know it's strange mama, mama. so the, wait so, oh so that lady is Meryl that's cool yeah that's Meryl Streep's daughter um. What I'm trying to say, though, is that, oh, he asks that, and then he makes a big scene with Abigail, but it just feels like they're kind of mean, too. They're, they're mean just to each like, other They're just kind of stuck up. Like, they're like a little, like, hoity-toity. They're stuck in a shit relationship. Abigail now. and Paul? Yeah, that's what it seems like. Oh. Well, like, they used to have a they used to have a very nice relationship, it seemed. I think they've just gotten kind of old. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. You try and keep your love alive after, like, 60 years, huh? I know. It'd be tough. After your son becomes an alcoholic drunk. They should liven things up. Bring somebody else into the bedroom. I think so. Hey, Paul, have you heard of a hashtag threesome? <laughs> woo, woo, so, woo. their son is a big time alcoholic. Yeah. Their youngest son, Charles, the snappy one. Well, even in the last episode, he, he kind of goes off on, he like. Well, he said that his, he's like confronted him about how, uh. So, father, you you abandoned us with tutors. Yeah, because they went uh, both uh, him and Abigail went off to Britain and they lived there for like twenty years. Yeah, he like, but or he ten like, years or something like that. Yeah, but he like goes off on Paul. Um, I have a clip. I have a clip of this. You want to hear it? Yeah. I'm quite out of your senses. All those yeah. years you were in Europe, you were nothing more than a name at the end of a letter, a very infrequent letter. Letters full of advice, but never affection. Good God, you are a frivolous boy, Charles. You know absolutely nothing of honor. Ouch. Your disgraceful behavior at Harvard should have been proof enough of your disregard for duty. Duty, father, was that it or was it reputation? What's that reputation? My entire life! Do you think that's a new Irish accent? I think that is a new Irish accent. His accent's really good, though. I love Charles's accent. Me too. It's a real strong one. Yeah. But Charles, after this encounter, within the next 15 years, becomes a drunk. Yeah. And he becomes a dr- drunk vagrant and Paul finds out because his wife takes him with the children and I guess he's like sleeping around and maybe he's, you know, beating up on them or something. I don't know. That's what I think. Um, and so because she leaves to go to Abigail for safety or whatever to get away. She just doesn't know what to do. Doesn't yeah. know what to do. She has to go back to her mother. And J- John Quincy, mm-hmm. he went off to become a diplomat. My God. These episodes, so much There's a lot. Shit that too happens. much. But so he gave him $2,000 and he spent it all. He like he or no he had a bad deal yeah and lost all the money two thousand dollars back in the day that's I a, bet that was a lot of that's coin quite a bit of coin back in seventeen ninety something yeah and then uh, Paul goes to renounce his daddy ship of um, yeah he renounces his of, son yeah he renounces his son and it sounds a little bit like this I renounce you please father father. Mercy, Father! Oh. You've disappointed Daddy. Now go. <laughs> it's, weird when, <laughs> it's weird when Stanley Tucci showed up in that scene. 
<laughs> Dressed as a 1920s <laughs> police detective. You disappointed daddy. You disappointed daddy. Now go. Um, anyway, so yeah, that happened as well. <laughs> please, father. Please, father. Please. Real sad. Real sad. Please, but Abigail father. took him in. He's like, I renounce you. But then she secretly know, takes him in when John. a loving mother. Yeah. I want to go home. I want to go home. She's the delight of his heart, of her heart. Mama, mama, mama. You disappointed daddy, now go. Pretty much oh, is kind of what man. happens. Yeah. If only we could tell a story through clips like we can emoticons. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what else happens in this? So anyway, yeah. I don't so know. he loses the money. John Adams sings at an opera. Don't have a clip of that. Adam sees, oh, Adam sees success late. In his presidency, when his campaign of preventing a war with France, but his success is clouded. Did I say something wrong there? Yeah, you definitely had a grammar mistake. Adam sees success late in his presidency um, uh, due to his his campaign of preventing a war with France. Um, his success is clouded after losing the presidential election of 1800s. No because two terms for Adams. He signed the treaty with like France. Like right before. Right after the ballots were already oh, cast. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it... Null and void, really. But he still did it. He still did it, and he received so much public backlash while in office. He lost the re-election against his vice president, Tommy J. I can't speak right now. And the runner-up, Aaron Burr, sir. Mm-hmm. Um, and his counsel wanted John to not give up the French threat uh, a couple months before the election um, so that John can get a certain re-election, like to keep the war going. But he said, no, I will not have it. And then he fired them all for saying that. He did? Yeah, remember? He was like, I want your resignations. And they were like, I don't want to resign. He's like, great, because then you're fired. Yeah, well, because he the real Donnie Drumpf. You're fired. Fully fully Hamilton's men. Yeah, and then he leaves the presidential palace in March 1801 and retires. Perfect. Um, He's now simple Farmer John. He goes back to Peacefield, which is what the seventh episode is called. Yeah. Did it make you uncomfortable to see all those slaves building the White House? Because it made 100%. me deeply uncomfortable. It made them uncomfortable, too, which I like to see. I know, but they still kind of, I mean, they just lived there with all the slaves then. Yeah. But it was there, there were so many. It's a pretty shabby-looking White House, you know? Yeah, it didn't look good. There's nothing else around. You don't get the exciting White House until the British burnt down, you know? Yeah, and then, and they, they, then they rebuild it. it. Um, but, yeah, it was a, it was a surprising amount of slaves. Every shot, there's just, like, more and more slaves mm-hmm. uh, fixing. Oh, it wasn't the Adams house. It was the White House. At first, I thought it was the Adams house that they were fixing up. Because yeah. at the end of the first episode, somebody breaks into their house or it's, like, wrecked. Um, When they were when he was elected president, all of George Washington's oh, people had moved taken everything. everything. Out. They ransacked the whole place. Oh, God. Yeah. What a bunch of jerks. Anyway, yeah, America is just built on the back of others' labor and blood. You know, it's a country stolen in blood, forged in war, and built yeah. on the backs of slaves and minorities. Real rough stuff, America. It's something we got to see, though. The people Definitely. have to see what happened in the past. You got to see. You got to see that the atrocities took place, and so our ancestors did them. Yep. The oh, man. Rough go. A rough go of it, but you know what? At least we have some funny clips to keep us company. Amen. Hit me. Here's a clip called Daughter's Love. Though I am without fame or fortune, such as I am, I aspire to your daughter's love. I think that's a new Irish accent. No, that's old Irish. Oh, okay. You're not with me. I beg your pardon. Um, I just liked how he said that line here. I missed it. I aspire to your daughter's love. I aspire to your daughter's love. Oh, you're really good at an Irish accent. I aspire to your daughter's love. Let's hear it again. I aspire to your daughter's love. Try to, try. I aspire to your daughter's love. <laughs> I beg your pardon. Um, here's a clip called Bad Reviews. So this one is Abigail's reading out uh, some uh, stuff oh, that Alexander that Alexander Hamilton Alexander Hamilton wrote in the Federalist Papers, and uh, some of this was kind of mean. Before it is too late to retrieve our deranged oh, affairs, the people must demand the immediate resignation of old. Querulous, bald, blind, crippled, toothless Adams. I'm not crippled. (laughs) 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 Excellent, excellent. I have nothing more to say to you, sir. Good day. Dan, Uh, I drank so much coffee, I feel like I'm going to throw up. 
I'm shaking so hard. I'm shaking to, violently. Don't throw up into the microphone. Here's a clip called Plain John Adams. Stop gawking. Plain John Adams. I'm just a crazy man an wearing a blue coat. Citizen. <laughs> Same as yourselves. It's nice that he's humble. Yeah. Gotta he's, stay he's, riding, humble. he's riding like the what looks like public transit. Yeah, because he's surrounded by a bunch of like normies. Normies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Are those all the clips? We have one more clip. This okay. clip is him yelling about Alexander Hamilton, and then we're good. Perfect. I would rather be vice president under him or resident minister to the Barbary Pirates than be indebted to a creature such as Hamilton for my present post. I love That barely sounds yells. like him. Yeah, it sounds like that Hitler clip. Nine, 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 nine. I have nothing more to say to you. Is that a good day? Sorry, that was I accidentally pressed a key. Yeah, you know that, Hot keys. that Hitler clip <laughs> from the movie, you know, where he's like yelling. I would rather be vice president oh, under him about, or yeah. resident minister to. It's from the German movie. From that, yeah, from the one that's like makes Hitler the one that look was sympathetic. Memed. It was yeah. the one that was memed. Yeah. Um, Sam, nine, nine, nine. Before we get out of here, we got to talk about Paul in these episodes here. What'd you yeah. think? What would you rate Paul on a scale of one to ten? Yeah, we do one to ten. Okay, okay, okay. Um, he's still doing really well. I I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go like 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 eight, hmm. seven and a half, seven and a half. Seven give him a give him a good like average. I'd give him the earlier episodes. He had a lot more to do. Yeah, but he's he he he's doing this classic Paul stuff. Like he's yelling. He's getting. He's got the bubbly anger. Yeah, the more the older that John Adams gets, the more kind of it allows Paul to shine. It really gives yeah. him the face. Actually, you're right though. If we're, if, if we are looking at the overall oeuvre mm. of John Adams, when he was coughing a lot, that was, that was maybe the highest acting of John, John Adams. So I'll, I'll agree. I'll give him a seven and a half year. Um, yeah. because I think some other episodes were stronger, but yeah. he was really good. Much stronger. It's all of it's more subtle now. Prediction-wise, do you think he's going to die next episode? He better. Yeah, that's right. I want to see him die. He's like 70. Yeah, he's 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 been alive for a long time. And his teeth are of... rotting. You know what they say? Bad oral health, bad physical health. Exactly. It's a sign of it's a sign of uh looming yeah. death. Um so Sam, thank you for joining me on this week's episode of uh Jamadi Jamadi Jamadi. Hey man, no problem. <laughs> You're welcome. Um so <laughs> next week we are taking a break from John Adams. Thank God. We are taking a break because, Sam, it's Christmas. It's not a lovely weather for us to ride together with you. Silent night. Oh, holy night. Pum, 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 pum. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, this has been John Adams, Unite or Die, Slash, in an Unnecessary War. Coming <laughs> to you next week, we got Paul Giamatti as St. Nicholas, everybody, and Fred Claus, 2007's Fred Claus. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> we got to say where they can find us. Well, yeah, we're watching oh. Fred Claus. They're so already get, listening. Get Why do they need to know we say it every fucking time? Instagram at podcast Giamatti. Oh my god! Don't be so angry. If we want people to follow us, you gotta do it nicely. You gotta give them a little loving. You know, you gotta give them a little something special. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. Hey everybody! Uh, if you want to follow us, you can follow us on Instagram at Giamatti Podcast. We post great videos and photos of him as John Adams. You can see his bad, ugly teeth, his egg doily head. You can email us at email Giamatti at gmail dot com. And you can also follow us on Twitter, uh, at Giamatti Podcast. And that's actually about it, right? That's it. You can subscribe on Spotify. Leave us a review on iTunes. Um, If we were your number one podcast in the Spotify 2019 wrap-up, send it our way. We'll put it on the story. We were were somebody's number one podcast. Two other people have sent me the... Two other people? That we were the number one. Shut up. Yeah. I know. No way. I just think they don't listen to a lot of podcasts. That could be true, but even... St- oh, shut up. We're three people? We got three people as our number one. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And I know some other people had us lower in the list. 
Okay, well, I'll take that too. But like, yeah, that's crazy. It's very nice. People okay. like it. Well, that feels like a gift for us. And next week will be a gift for you. We're coming at you hot the day after Christmas. Here we go. Uh, thank you for listening. We will talk to you next Are you going to play the week. trailer or is this done? I don't think we play the trailer we anymore. We don't do that anymore because we decided it was boring. We retired right. it. Um, okay. Uh, love you all. Have a sweet, sweet good night. Sweet, sweet good night. Hang those stockings with care and we'll see you after you get all your good old goodies and presents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Blessed be the Jamadi. Praise, Praise be. be. What's going on? What the hell's going on? What? What the hell's going on? Did you not like that?